Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. Thanks so much for spending some time with me as we go through and explore this, this can be very complex journey of franchising, whether it's on the franchisor uh, side or if you're looking uh, for a franchise that best fits you. So Today, we're going to talk about children's education, and you know it's in the news all the time, especially lately. Do they go back to school? What does that look like? Are they homeschooled? Um, Parents have such decisions these days because they definitely want to keep their children uh, sharp, and they want to make sure that they have all the tools to move forward. So today we're going to be talking about, again, children's education. I recently read an article, and it goes like this. Um, specifically today, we're talking about the, the STEAM program. Um, it's been observed that children who are introduced to STEAM early in, their, uh, early in the stages of their education, they find that the curriculum for college is much easier when they get ready to start that. Besides scoring higher on the SAT and needing less remedial classes when they start college, these children are most likely to pursue a career um, in STEAM industries, which you know they, they do that with confidence because they have had many hours of training and working with STEAM professionals. Um, and for those that don't know, the STEAM is an acronym. It's science, technology, engineering. The A, you may see STEM, S-T-E-M. The M is for math, but they've added A, and that's for arts. So today our guest is Laura Cole. And she is the president and CFO of Snapology. Snapology was founded in 2010 by Laura and her sister Lisa. Snapology provides robotics and STEAM programs to children of all abilities, including gifted children and those with extra needs. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be on. I'm glad to have you here. You know, it's a big topic these days, Laura. 
what is it that parents do? And, you know, with the pandemic, boy, that's added a whole new level on this. But thinking back on 2010, when you and your sister first founded this, what motivated you to put this together? I usually find that there's a personal incentive or a personal story behind um, starting a company like this. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Mine is a, a very personal story. Actually, I have I have two boys. They're they're teenagers now, but we're going back ten years when they were five and six years old. And my my older son, my six year old, was a boy who didn't play sports. He wasn't interested in athletics, and it was really hard for me to find activities for him to do that would get him to be social and and and, and get him with you know kids his own age. And so as I searched and searched for things for my own son to do, uh, I've also owned a couple of businesses in the past. I was looking for another business opportunity. The worlds kind of collided, and I thought, well, gee, why don't I start something that my own son can benefit from? And that's when I, I discovered this amazing world of, uh, you know, Lego. He was a crazy Lego kid with build all the time, very academic uh, child, and I came across, you know, Lego robotics and all of these amazing things that, that people were doing, you know, uh, with, with Lego, with engineering. There's another toy called Connects that's really popular for engineering. And uh, it just occurred to me that, you know, this is it. This is the business. And my own son could benefit greatly from it. And we found that, I mean, as soon as we started, uh, we had, you know, wait lists. And, and it, was, it was when STEM or STEAM was just starting to kind of take hold. In the in the U.S. Um, and and it was just it was almost just like the, the the community was just waiting for something like this to to come around. So we offered a couple uh, engineering and robotics programs, and and they had weightless within days. Wow! And you're just saying that your sons were five and six years old. How early can you get the kiddos started with that, Laura? And that that yeah that that's the amazing thing about this. We have programs all the way down to, to two years old. Now, the two-year-olds mm. come in, it's a parent and child or, or, you know, adult and child type situation. But we actually do robotics all the way down to three years old. And we'll do engineering. And, and of course, it's age-appropriate. It's basic skills. But they're learning about robotics. They're actually learning basic coding skills through icons and drag-and-drop things on iPads. Uh, and if, you know, if you've got a two or three-year-old, you know they already know how to use an iPad. <laughs> and so we're just applying a little, little, little more fun to it where they can program, a, you know, a dog to, you know, wag a tail or, you know, something like that that's super fun for them. But, yeah, we start our engineering and robotics all the way down at, at three years old. Wow. So tell me a little more about Snapology and um, how you work with you know, schools or parents what do you, how do you how do you make those connections and how do you get the kiddos involved you know especially now that we're in this pandemic i'm sure that changed the the way that you do business as well yeah absolutely the, the we're we're learning a little bit of a new kind of online world in order to to fill some gaps but you know fundamentally our goal is to get kids excited about learning to get kids excited about you know, STEM and STEAM concepts, and we do that through super fun activities. The, the second piece of, of STEM that, that a lot of people don't kind of realize is what really makes STEM or STEAM work is that the children are working together, they're cooperating, they're collaborating, they're 
um, you know, partnered in teams and, and it's, you know, we have all of these extremely brilliant engineers and mathematicians coming out of college, but the chief complaint of employers is that kids don't know how to work together. You know, they're right. so much in today's uh, society that, that, you know, they're all brilliant, but they sit in a room and they text each other instead of having an actual collaborative conversation. And so we're trying to inspire them at a young age to first off love learning, but second, know that even they might be the smartest kid in the room, but if they could just partner up with that next smartest kid in the room, they mm-hmm. could get three or four times as far. And so that's our real goal. And that's, I think, the goal of STEM in general is to, to truly get these kids partnering and collaborating and, and doing those types of, of things. So mm-hmm. you can imagine when COVID hits, you know, our programs are fundamentally meant to be in person, right? So the kids can right. be together and doing those things. When COVID hits, it takes away our ability to do some of that in person. Um, and so we had to figure out a way, how can we move some of these principles and how can we do these things effectively online? Um, and I'll be the first one to say that I don't think you can truly do STEM online because I think you do need that in-person, face-to-face contact, the collaboration, working with the same kid side-by-side with somebody and, and kind of working on the same things. But you can do elements of it. And really the need during COVID is really more of a socialization need because these children, particularly if you, if you think back to March, I mean, oh, my goodness, we ripped these kids. One day they were in school yep. and the next day yep. they're like, yeah, you, you can't go anymore. You can't play with your, your friends and you can't do anything. So we immediately came up with about 61-hour programs from our, our curriculum. We've got over 1,300 hours of, of curriculum. So we came up with about 60 hours of curriculum that would really get the kids kind of talking to each other, that would get them interacting. You know, all of our curriculum has the benefit of having some academic enrichment in it, but we try to make it so fun that the kids really just want to be online with each other. And the focus isn't really on the device, the fo- or the, you know, the computer. It's not really screen time. The screen is just the conduit to get them to have a conversation with the teacher or another child. So we kind of so this will focus a little bit to kind of focus a little bit more on the socialization piece um, with the academics sort of being the secondary. When we're in person, it's a more of an equal blend between sort of the academics and the social and the fun. Sure. You know, what you're describing makes me wonder, Laura, do you have to have experience in science, technology, you know, yada, yada? Do you have to have teaching experience to be successful as a franchisee for Snapology? You know, I'm really glad you asked that because a lot of people think that you do. And to be honest with you, we do have franchisees who do have education backgrounds, and that's absolutely wonderful. But to run this business, you're not the one teaching. So we have a comprehensive onboarding and training program for all of our teachers, and they'll, they'll be trained properly how to go in the classrooms. But as a business owner, you're going to, you know, the business owner is going to be more focused on the marketing and the sales and the hiring and things like that. So they need to know enough about the classes to sell them, but they don't have to be an expert in, you know, sort of the nuances of every single class. And so mm-hmm. we, we have owners that, oh, my goodness, we have just about every profession we can think of. I mean, accountants and engineers and we have a, a ex-movie producer. And, I mean, we've got, you name it, we've got it. So, um, so really, 
anybody, any kind of background uh, is suitable to this type of business. We'll teach, you know, we'll teach whatever deficit you have. We'll teach that and train our owners. You know, if they're a little bit weak on the accounting, we'll help them with accounting. If they're a little weak on marketing, we, you know, we kind of fill that gap for them. And so really it doesn't matter the background. The key is a passion for this type of business. So you have to want to be, you know, sort of doing what we're doing. You know, you have to believe in educational play. You have to want to be sort of inspiring the next generation. Um, You just have to, you know, sort of have that desire to do this type of business. And if you have that passion, it's the easiest thing in the world to sell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you brushed a little bit on the training. Can you tell me a little bit more about what a brand new franchisee might expect when they are looking at training um, by Snapology? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, there's some fundamental elements of just sort of business ownership uh, that any business owner is going to need to know. So about a day and a half, we have a four-day training, and about a, a day to a day and a half of that is is spent just on the fundamentals. So, you know, accounting and profitability, how do you know if you know, maybe you're not charging enough or you're paying your teachers too much or, you know, how do you know if your financials are off? So we spend some time talking about that and we spend some time talking about we have some operation systems that uh, that we've developed ourselves to make kind of the daily operations of your business uh, go very smoothly. Um, and so we spend time talking about that. And then we spend an entire day focused on uh, all things teaching. So, uh, you know, how do you sell this curriculum? What does the curriculum look like? All of our uh, new owners come in and they actually build a robot and they make a, a stop motion animation video and they sort of really get into it and really see how fun it is and how exciting it is and, and just how they're learning so much, but it doesn't feel like they're learning that much. And so we really try to engross them in the experience. Um, and then we spend an entire day on marketing because marketing and advertising and, and sort of the sales piece, they're the core to, to any business, right? I mean, you have to know how to market and advertise yourself and, and sell business in order to grow. And so uh, we spend an entire day sort of going through that, but we're an incredibly hands-on organization. So our owners come to us, they spend four days with us. They get to know everybody on the, on the leadership team and the headquarters team. And then when they leave, we are right there with them. And so for months we, you know, continue to, to be there for anything that they need. And we find typically after a couple months, um, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty well on their own, but um, we're still as hands-on as they, as they need us to be as they, as they move through and grow their business. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the marketing piece of it, Laura, do you, do you help them? Uh, do you help open doors to, schools or maybe Montessori schools or those, those partners that can certainly provide you the students for um, a class on step, not Snapology. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we do, and, and, you know, the marketing is such a, a core piece of what we do that we want to make sure that right out of the gate, our franchisees have all the information they need to be successful. So we actually take a look at their zip codes, we pull every school and preschool that's in their area. We comb the internet. We find anywhere from two to five contacts at those schools that we think would be most appropriate to contact for our type of services. And we load our proprietary um, operating system with all of that information. And so 
literally from training, they could send an email blast out to, you know, up to 250 business partners at one time, letting them know that, hey, Snapology is coming to their area, and here's what we do. And so that's a big piece of what we do. And then we also work with recreation centers and libraries, and so um, we do a lot of education on, you know, sort of how do they get in touch with the right people. And then a lot of our marketing is right to parents. And so we do mm-hmm. – um, we help them for the first six months. We're side by side. We have a marketing team that does the majority of their social media uh, marketing for them. So, you know, Facebook and uh, Instagram are, are kind of our two primary sources. And we're right there for the first six months to get them out of the gate and get their name out there and, and get things going for them. And then after the six months, they can choose to stay with the in-house team or they can, some people like to kind of do it on their own at that point depending on what their expertise is with, with social media. Sure. So, you know, you talk about marketing directly to parents. That raises the question to me of where do you, where do you have these classes? Is this a brick-and-mortar business? So we, have, we like to call it choose-your-own-adventure. So we have three platforms um, where you can sort of how you can offer uh, programs. Every single Snapology owner does what we call mobile or community-based, meaning that you'll go out into the community and you'll offer the programs. That's typically to your schools, your rec centers, your libraries, your churches, you know, basically any sort of community or municipal-type uh, facility uh, that will have you, essentially. But, you know, a lot of it is the rec centers and the schools. Those are probably the two, two biggest that you think about with the community-based that is the, by far the core and the foundation of a Snapology business. And because there's no overhead associated with that, it's also the most profitable. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of the foundation of the business. Then we have two options that, that owners can choose. if They don't have to, but if they want to take it to the next level, we do have a brick-and-mortar option that they can add on. We call it a discovery center where you can have a, a space with mini centers that are anywhere from 12, 1,300 square feet all the way up to a, a full-blown center, which could be, you know, up to maybe 3,000 square feet where the children can come in. It's almost like a, almost like a modified version of a, a children's museum. It's like a hands-on, interactive-type uh, experience. And then there's classrooms there so that you can do classes and camps and birthday parties and things like that. Um, and then the third option, and this option is nice in really urban areas and also really rural areas, is a, a, a bus. So we call it the mobile steam lab bus. And it's literally a charter bus that's been hollowed out, and we turn it into kind of a, a classroom or a discovery center where the kids can come and you just drive the bus right up, uh, you know, outside of a school or a rec center or even outside of somebody's home for a birthday party and we can do all of our educational play programs right on the bus. And so oh, owners wow. have the choice. They can, you know, they can be – most of our owners kind of stick with the community base for, for two, three years, and then they might graduate up into, you know, a discovery center. And it's really, you know, it's up to the owner. We don't push them one way or another, but we find that personal desire kind of drives, you know, wanting a bus or wanting a discovery center, and so that option is available to those folks. Yeah, it seems to me that this could be easily be a semi-passive opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so we have a lot of owners that are kind of part-time, if you will, 
Uh, and if you can, it's funny because I get asked this question, like, what's the minimum amount of time that I would need to, to spend? And I, I generally say, you know, with the investment that you're making, you're about a $50,000 all-in investment. You're going to want to dedicate at least 20 hours a week to the business in order to, you know, recoup that 50000 in a, you know, short period of time and make it worth your while to, to achieve enough profit that it makes sense to do. Um, you know, so it, so it can very much be semi-passive or part-time. Uh, we've got some folks that uh, will hire an, what we call an operating manager that kind of runs the day-to-day, and they can continue to, to either work another job or, or do whatever it is that, that, that they want to do. But um, it's a very flexible business uh, in that sense. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, to be honest with you, I don't know that I'd want to be a semi-passive owner because you'd miss out on all the fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd <laughs> want to be driving that bus around. <laughs> well, it is that, that's kind of the nice thing about this business is, and we have a lot of a lot of our owners are parents themselves, and their kids are very involved in the business, and you know they're very hands-on with it, and that's why they want this type of business. And so, yeah, it's definitely the case for, for some folks that, that you really want to be, you know, in it. Now, my boys are, you know, 15 and 17 now. And so it's a little bit less hands-on for me now that, that my kids are a little older and, and not as much into it, you know, kind of participating in the activities, although both of my sons work for the company. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but, you know, it, it's, it's all about, you know, everybody, when you go into owning your own business, everybody has different reasons for why they do it. Um, and so our business is kind of nice because it's flexible because I think it accommodates a lot of the reasons why, I mean, are you looking for more time with your kids? Are you looking for flexibility? Are you looking for, you know, part time and just a, you know, supplemental uh, income or you can do it full time. And so I think that, you know, it, the type of business that we run really lends itself to be able to satisfy a lot of those reasons why people go into business for themselves. And it's, it's a, you get out of this business, what you put into it. I mean, it's definitely effort in equals results out uh, with this type of business. Yeah. I'm thinking of some of the teachers out there that may be struggling with the idea. Do I go back to work? Do I, you know, do I just do tutoring on the side or what do I do here? It sounds like this would be a really good solution for them, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, I have to tell you, I have so much more respect for teachers uh, in this yeah. business than I, than I, you know, probably ever did before. And, and with COVID, you know, it really makes it tough because there's some really tough choices that folks are making. We, we find that we do have, tend to have a decent number of owners who are teachers just because this is, Snapology is what teachers want to be doing. They right. want to be doing the hands-on. They want to be doing. And so it's kind of all of the fun elements of teacher, teaching, but they don't have to create the curriculum. They don't have to create lesson plans. They don't, they don't have to yeah. do any administrative work. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of like the best of both worlds for teachers. So, so we find that, that our owners that are teachers, you know, definitely do well because they've got the passion uh, for it. And then we, you know, we help them with, you know, some of the business aspects uh, that maybe they didn't have traditional training on, and they pick it up, you know, obviously super quick, and it's a great business for teachers for sure. Lovely. You know, Laura, we're getting down to the commercial break here. We need to take a, a couple of commercials, run a couple of commercials, but um, when we come back, 
Would you happen to have some stories, um, maybe it's of a franchisee or maybe even one of your clients uh, that you could share with our listeners when we come back? Sure. Very good. Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be hearing more from Laura Coe with Snapology. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life, or if you are looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, Linda Biestetos is your host on All Things Franchising where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on all things franchising. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Bayesteros. I'm your host today. And our guest is Laura Coe with uh, Snapology. And, Laura, when we broke for commercial break, I asked if you possibly had some stories you could share with us. Yeah, so, gosh, there are so many stories. It's hard to kind of think of which, which ones to, to tell. But, you know, I think, you know, probably to me, there's a couple of very impactful stories, you know, at least things that, sort of made me realize what I was doing was the, the right thing. And um, probably the first story I have goes back, gosh, almost eight years. So we've been in business for about 10 years. Um, when we had a group of uh, nonverbal uh, 18-year-old uh, folks, and they were at the high school uh, level or kind of in a private uh, special needs school, uh, and we had these folks in and you know, everything that we do is about sort of partnering with a, a school or an organization to find out, you know, how can we fill the gaps and how can we provide, you know, what's, what, what, you know, fill that gap for, for your particular group of students. And so this uh, special needs group, uh, they came in and, and I, and, you know, and, and my gut was, boy, it feels like we shouldn't be offering a preschool type program to these folks, but they had some severe disabilities and that's where their cognitive um, you know, sort of status was, and so we did these uh, a program. They made pinwheels with Duplo blocks uh, and blew on them, and they spun, 
and it just really hit home for me. I mean, it was amazing. They were giggling and just having such a good time, and you could tell that they were learning and they were kind of understanding what was going on, and it just sort of drove home that what we really are doing at Snapology is really providing a, a, a much-needed service in the community, and, and regardless mm-hmm. of what your capabilities are, regardless of, you know, sort of where you are, um, I feel like Snapology can kind of offer that to everybody. So that really sort of changed my outlook on it. It was very early on that, that we had that experience. Um, and then probably a couple years ago, I had a, I had a mom call me, um, and her daughter was going off to college. And she said, you know, I just want to thank you. Um, you know, six years ago, my daughter was in, you know, one of your engineering courses, and now she's going off to college to be an engineer. Aww. And if it hadn't been for you guys, she would have never even known what engineering was, and she would have never gone into that. So I just, you know, stories like that just sort of really make me, you know, kind of have the faith that what we're doing is, is right and a much-needed service in the, in the community. Yeah, so definitely if someone's listening and they're looking for an opportunity with a purpose behind it, Snapology is certainly a perfect fit for them, isn't it? Yeah, it, it truly is. I mean, you know, another quick story. I don't want to story you no, to death. Stories. Oh, I love is, stories. Um, <laughs> so our school, I think a lot of schools have this. They have um, the Wax Museum where the children are like, up on stage and they're frozen and you have to pretend to push the button and then the kids come to life as whatever character they are and they give a speech. Um, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but our school does that uh, in middle school for the, for the children. And so parents can come and they can watch it. And I could pick out every Snapology kid that was on stage because, because in our classes, they always have to get up at the end and present what they built. But in our classes, they're presenting a Star Wars ship or a superhero hideout or a cool robot. They get up no problem. And so when they had to get up and do something that maybe was, it's really public speaking. I mean, it maybe is something that's kind of scary to folks. All the Snapology kids were like walking around the stage and talking about, I'm John Adams and this and that. And and it it was crazy to see the difference between the kids I could recognize and those things that you don't think are that big a deal. Um, when you truly do STEM education and you're doing the partnering, you're doing the presentation skills, you're doing the teamwork, and then you see that come out in them when they're put in a stressful situation, that's not stressful anymore because mm-hmm. they've been doing it since they were, you know, five, six years old. So it's really, it's really kind of fun to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what I mentioned at the top of the show about kids who actually have been in STEAM or STEM programs and they decide to pursue a career in that, it's not just the technology, it's not just, um, it's not just what they learn there, but it also gives them confidence, which is what you're, you're describing, Laura. It is. It, confidence a lot of times is, is, you know, sort of half the battle with with kids is they're just shy or they don't think they can do it or they don't understand what it is. So they kind of pull back and, and the way we teach, um, they've got so much freedom to sort of learn and explore and it's all hands on. And um, it really does give them that, that confidence and it kind of inspires that creativity too. Like it's okay to think a little bit differently. It's okay to, to try and fail. It's okay to, you know, kind of do different things and, 
I think that's really important for kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I know that you had mentioned early on that one of the reasons that you got started was one of your sons was not particularly interested in athletics. I, I think that kids with athletics would also do well. Um, interest in ad- athletics would also do well with this, wouldn't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was just sort of that personal desire. Like, what am I as a mom going to get my kid into? And so Snapology was sort of that idea where, well, heck, you can get together and, and build and, and learn with his friends. But yeah, I mean, we've got, you know, all kinds of kids. And we actually have a program called Sports Science, uh, where the kids that are really into sports can take and they can learn, you know, aerodynamics and they can learn, you know, the trajectory and, and why, you know, where do I have to throw the basketball you know, in order for it to go into the net, and they can learn all of the science behind all of those things. And so, yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of this. It brings all kids together, uh, regardless of, you know, sort of what their, you know, kind of fundamental skill sets are. Mm, I love it. Laura, I know we're coming down to the end of the show, and if somebody's listening and they want more information about Snapology, how would they find that or how would they reach out to you? Yeah, so the easiest way to find more information on us is just simply snapology.com. Uh, and if you go there, you can, you know, look for your local Snapology and you can see kind of what's going on there. Or we obviously have a, a big franchise section. You can go to the franchise pages and you can find out, you know, just a whole host of information. We're, we're very open uh, about uh, how our franchise works. Uh, and so you can either fill out a form there or you can even just email Bob at snapology.com and Bob will get back to you and get you all kinds of information. Lovely. We're down to those final three questions. The first one is if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for this process? Yeah, the franchise industry is, is complex. And, you know, I think you kind of mentioned that in the, in the beginning and it's, it's tough to, to, to navigate that sometimes. So, you know, I would say that, you know, really the the research end of it and, and sort of digging deep and finding what industry and what interests you and what you're passionate about, and then really, really look hard uh, at the business. I think sometimes people don't dig deep enough, call, you know, people who currently own that business and, and get the, you know, testimonies and, and referrals from them and really look into, you know, look hard into the, to the business before they, they kind of jump into it. Yeah, absolutely. This is certainly not um, a decision that someone should make um, quickly. This is certainly one that they should do their homework on for sure. The second question is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Um, So I've talked about this a couple of times. I think passion is by far uh, the number one thing. I feel like if you have passion for something, that's what makes you successful. But I also think it's sort of that drive. Uh, it's knowing that owning your own business isn't easy. If it was, everybody would do it, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it's knowing that you're going to have to put in that effort, uh, but then you get the results out of it. So it's kind of having that drive and being willing to, you know, sort of take that leap and, 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 and put in the effort that, that's needed to, to own your own business. So I, I would say for us it's kind of having the passion and, and having the drive that kind of goes along with that passion. Sure. Uh, now that you've been in franchising for 10 years and, and probably have had quite the learning curve there, what would you say 
is uh, the fu- what does the future of franchising look like? Yeah, you know, I'm obviously a big fan of, of franchising. I think it really, um, you know, gives business owners a shortcut to, to get a successful business model mm-hmm. without having to recreate the wheel. Um, and I think we've got a little bit of an issue here with, with COVID in some industries, but I think that does also kind of, you know, sort of strengthen the industry. And I think in a couple months here, we're really going to see a boom, particularly with franchises, because those franchise businesses have a much greater chance of success than a business that's not franchised. And I think the yeah. the weight behind the franchise is really going to come through and really help some of these small business owners succeed uh, more so than the independent business owners. So I think the future of franchising is amazing. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you in that. So, um, Laura, again, one more time, if someone wants to get in touch with you, find out more information about Snapology to see if it's a good fit for them, how would they do that? Uh, www.snapology.com or email bob at snapology.com. Wonderful. Laura, thanks so much for being on the show today and sharing um, about Snapology and the service and that you're doing. And you certainly have the passion, and I love that. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. You know, folks, as as Laura had mentioned, um, it, it you do have to have the passion. It doesn't make any difference whether you are looking at Snapology or something else. But you do have to have the passion, and the passion is what, and the drive, as she mentioned, is what's going to make you successful. So find that thing that you can connect with. Find that thing that motivates you, motivates you to get up in the morning, whether you have to or not, motivates you to want to stay up late at night because you're so excited about what's going to happen the next day. So if you're interested, again, check out snapology.com. Great, great um, franchise there. Leaving you with a quote here, a teacher affects uh, eternity. A teacher affects eternity. He can never tell where the influence is going to stop. So what you do with a child today, the story that Laura told where the young girl uh, went on to engineering school, you don't ever know how you teaching a child today, where it's going to take them, where it's going to lead them, how it's going to change their future completely. So think about that. That's a quote by Henry Adams. Folks, thanks again for joining me today on All Things Franchising. Look forward to seeing you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.